I must be tomorrow. Who do I need to become to get to where I must get to? What do I need to do to become who I must become? One of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself every day. Every single time you need to make a decision. What do I want to be proud of tomorrow? Who do I want to be tomorrow? The guy that quit or the guy that kept going? The guy that took the easy option or the guy that went all in? The guy that gave in to temptation or the guy that showed discipline? Discipline, because the hard work I put in today will be worth it tomorrow. The discipline I show today will be worth it for many tomorrows. The strong choices I make today will make me proud for many tomorrows. What must you do today to achieve what you must achieve in your future? What do you need to do to get to where you must get to? What do you need to learn? What do you have to become? to get the results you must have. What do you need to master? What new skills must you obtain? You will never get to the next level without mastering the skills that the next level requires. You will not reach any great heights without becoming the person that is capable of reaching those great heights. It's easy to take the easy option. It's easy to rationalize. If no one around you is living at a high level, no one around you is achieving at the highest level, it might seem okay to take it easy. It's easy to get in a big, average, miserable rut. What's not easy is putting in the work when you don't feel like it. What's not easy is continuing to raise the bar when everyone around you remains the same. When that little voice inside you is saying, don't be too great, too ambitious, you won't fit in. What's not easy is having massive dreams and working for them. Because most people don't and most people won't. What's not easy is setting your goals so high, people actually think you're insane. You will not get to the top of the mountain by taking the easy road. It's all uphill. It's a challenge. A challenge that will build strength, pride, courage. A journey that will build character, build a stronger human being. You will never reach any greater heights by remaining the same. You must rise up, man up. Be willing to put in the work required to reach that level. Be willing to do whatever it takes to become that person. That person you know is inside. What do you want to be remembered for? Who do you want to be tomorrow? Who do you want to be in one year? Five years, 10 years. Who do you want to be hanging around? Who must 
must you become in order to be hanging around those people? Everyone is looking for the magic wand, the elevator to success. There is no elevator. You must take the stairs. You must take one step at a time because each step you take is a new skill. Each step you take is a new strength, new muscle. Each step you take is leading you to a better place. If you are given all the results you want right now without working for it, you would not be fulfilled because you didn't earn it. You must earn the success you seek if you want to feel the pride of victory. You want to feel what it feels like to be a champion? Earn it. Become the person that is willing to earn it. Are you prepared to put in the work to become that person? Are you prepared to invest everything you have in order to become that person? Are you prepared to suffer now so you can get to that place in the future? If you're going to get to the top of your own mountain peak, you have to push through the pain. You can't fly up there. You gotta trek. You gotta go through the pain, the struggle. You will feel like quitting. Most people quit, but you must do this. You must do it for you. Keep pushing forward, and then you will have something most people will never have. Pride from not only knowing that you went after your dream, but you persevered. You showed character. You showed courage. And that sets you apart from the rest. That's what it's all about. It's never about the prize. It's not the money. It's the pride. The pride in knowing you gave every ounce of your soul. The pride in knowing you made you. The pride in knowing you made you great. That's what it's all about. When you know that love is standing by your 
pleasant and wonderful good evening to you all out there in all flavors land how are you all doing beautiful listeners a shout out to everybody that's in the chat room as well as everyone on tune in and those around the world we know that you know that we are a worldwide station so we are shouting out all of our worldwide listeners as well as everyone on the talk as well as all of you silent listeners out there i am wimbo 77 and i am KJB. Hi KJB. And yes, it's the Let's Talk Drive Time show right here on www.allflavoursradio.com. So KJB, how was your day today? Thank you for asking. It was okay. It was really weird because I was I was coming I had an idea of what I was going to do mm-hmm. in my last kind of couple of hours. I knew I had to go and do a few things regarding work and then I was going to come home, maybe do a couple other things. Mm. And as I was thinking about what I was going to do, I had a puncher. Yeah, so it says for every... (laughs) Sometimes we can't make plans, can we? We just have to roll with things. And that's what today, that's what that that period of time showed me that sometimes things happen beyond your control and you Mm -hmm. can't stress about it. Were you thinking out loud? No, no, maybe I was in my mm. mind. I was thinking, I wasn't, you know, I was just thinking in my mind, all right, I, I now I've got to do A, B, C, D. I'm like, and as I'm going A, B, C, D, all I could hear is, Psst. oh dear, well, that's not good. Never mind, hey, you made it here. It, thank you. You made it here, and that's the main that's thing. The you made it home safe. Yes. And when we're thinking about what is going on in this world mm. right now, today, uh, the world is crazy, beautiful listeners, and mm. we know it is written, isn't it? that the time of the end is going to be a really crazy, crazy time. What, what about yourself? How was your day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've pottered and got little things done. I'm on half term at the moment. So, um, yeah, it, it was productive to a degree. Um, we'll be going on and saying tomorrow I have an event um, locally. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But what is our audience question for today? Well, it's an interesting one. It says, should people that have made their fortune already get an intended, their intended, I'm mm-hmm. assuming, to sign a prenuptial agreement? That's right, because there's been so much in the news lately about um, women wanting to marry these footballers or movie stars or whatever. And yet, I think there was one guy that proposed to a lady and but he said, I want you to sign a prenup. And she went ballistic and says, no, no, no. But he'd already made his fortune. So should re- should they think about that prenup and should she have gone gotten upset about it? We'll talk about that a little bit later, as well as seeing what your comments were right there on social media. But our first uh, thing that we're going to be speaking about, um, KJB, is the, the importance of boundaries when it comes to healing and trauma, yeah, I yeah, I, that's a good that's a good point, isn't it? Because mm. um, when people have had trauma, it's important for us to understand how far we can go, and not just in it? traumatic experiences, just having boundaries, mm, full mm. stop. Yeah, uh, yeah, like I do enough of us set boundaries in order to kind of 
um, let people know how far they can go with us. Because when we don't set boundaries, then people can take advantage, right? Would you not agree? Disagree? What do you think? I think I think that's true. I think if we don't set out our stall mm. or or set out the principles that we live by and allow other people to understand how we like to be treated, yeah, um, then it can get complicated very very quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah. So we're talking at it from like a trauma-based um, idea this evening, but let's think of it. Let's think of setting boundaries when it comes to us and how we set boundaries. So we know that traumatic experiences can be quite devastating and the aftermath that they leave behind, they can leave a person feeling vulnerable or insecure or scared. And as a result of that, these individuals often lose their stability and sense of self-worth, yeah? So from that trauma arises from distress, distressing events or experiences such as a violent encounter or someone might have been abused, you know, and this can leave someone feeling quite overwhelming or overwhelmed, should I say. And it, they find it kind of hard to cope with, you know, with with life because what's happened to them leaves an indelible mark on their emotional and psychological well-being yeah and it also leaves them with feelings of powerlessness violations um happened and the experience diminishes the way that this person feels about themselves and they find it very hard to live every day so when they're on that journey to that self-healing from that trauma yeah setting boundaries is a very healthy way to aid in their survival to aid in their path towards recovery so what is the importance of setting boundaries for survivors of tra trauma kjb well because because it can be difficult and uncomfortable mm. um navigating their way through life isn't it yeah. if, if if because these when you think about a trauma or any kind of boundaries that we're trying to set the reason why we're trying to set them is because there's something that's happened to us yeah whether you know and and it can be difficult for people to understand that and then we then find it difficult when it comes to relationships and expressing ourselves and mm. being able to communicate and 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 obviously that can set a pattern for us and that's what we're trying to break we're trying to break that pattern um so setting boundaries can can be become a way of slowly um building Mm. Uh, ourselves up to tr in the way we deal with with people isn't it very true so when it comes to maybe someone might have been abused someone might mm. have been violated uh. or encountered a, an, a, a violent situation so these survivors of these say assaults they've got to heal in their journey mm. right mm. So they might consider something like <clears throat> sexual abuse therapy. And I know sometimes we talk about quite hard topics on this um, ch on this show, but it's quite important that people know where they can go if they have suffered with these things. Now, beautiful listeners, we are going to put in the chat um, where you can go to get this uh, therapy if you have suffered an assault of some kind, violent assault, 
that um, we'll put that in the chat box of www.allflavorsradio.com so you can go along and see what organisation you can turn to if you need to speak about this. But we're talking about the process of trauma and how to overcome challenges that one might be facing and the reasons why boundary setting plays such an important role in the healing process. Okay, so the first thing we need to do when it comes to kind of setting boundaries is do what, KJB? Well, the first thing we've got to understand is um, establishing safety 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 and 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 control excellent so that's 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 the first thing you've Mm. got to feel safe you've got to feel that you're able to control how you feel or or how you kind of slowly start building your relationships confidence yeah yeah because the thing is it's like i'm just going to put this into the chat box beautiful listeners the thing is is that a mark has been overstepped Right. So say if you have suffered something like someone's been violent or aggressive towards you. So you might have been sorted in that way or you might have been assorted in another way. That boundary of feeling safe, that person that has done that to you has invaded your personal space. Right. Mm-hmm. And they've come. Like, so when we think of a boundary, what is a boundary? Let's think of that first. A boundary is like a, a way of protecting yourself, isn't it? A boundary is like a fence. You can move Excellent. Through. We can think of um, properties in it. Mm. You've got a property and if you don't want trespassers to come to your property or you want some safety and security, there's some control about people coming and going, you can build a, a border or a boundary yeah. that allows people to know that come a certain point, they have to ask for access. They can't just... Excellent. You know I mean? Yeah, so, so just so, asking for yeah, access, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So even a gate is a boundary, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. In, yeah. Mm, mm. I was watching some stuff today and it, it, the, I think <clears> the guys, these bailiffs were at the man's door and you said, you've come onto my personal property, you need to leave. And because it was his personal property, they did. They had to leave because they violated the, his personal space. Our property is our personal space. Our bodies is our personal space. So that's one thing when people violate that, violate that we want now to find some form of safety some form of way in which we can feel safe right and protected yeah i think that's important because obviously one that, that space is invaded that mm. again we t- we touched on it earlier about us feeling powerless yeah and them taking away that power that control that safety because where that was there they mm. they've just got <laughs> they've broken it all down so like you said it's about how can we get a border or a boundary to start where Mm. does that start for us or to for a person so they can start building up their confidence again that's what we're trying to encourage people to think about isn't it that's right and the thing is it's through setting when we set and maintain boundaries that enable us to take steps towards prioritizing our safety and our personal space. So people that are surviving like these traumatic experiences, they can begin by regaining that control over their lives and establish greater a greater sense of security within themselves. So setting that mark and say, listen, you're evade. If we can tell someone you're invading my personal space, sometimes that might be be a bit difficult 
isn't it? <clears throat> Telling someone, do you know what? You're, you're invading my personal space. Because a lot of us don't, especially someone that's probably gone through trauma, they find it difficult to speak up. They're quite vulnerable mm, to speak up. Mm, powerless. Yeah. They, they, they feel like that, that power's been taken away, eroded away. Mm. And, it's, and then, then we're talking about self-confidence. It's about having the self-confidence again. Because mm. you're rebuilding everything, isn't it? Yeah. To be able to, to speak up for yourself. And I think sometimes that is the issue. It's not that you don't want to speak up. It's just having the confidence within yourself mm. to step up, which is the most difficult thing. And say, and say, and we're going to go on and see, there's a very important little word that a lot, not a lot of us use, but we should start using it a lot more. The next point is, so that point was establishing safety and control. And that's through letting people know that probably that they're invading our personal space and so forth. So empowerment through choice. So that's a common traumatic experience to involve an aggressor, or sorry, an aggressor or a dominant party that's capable of exerting their power. You know, there's always that one person that just always seems to be able to just manipulate and control you. They're called bullies, aren't they? Mm, but some are quite insidious in the way that they do it, that you'd never think that mm. that they were doing it. Well, you know? I, I agree there's different ways of doing it, isn't mm. it? There's different ways. Some people do it emotionally. Some people do it financially, yep. subtly. Um, it's, hard, it's hard sometimes because these people that, that might be doing it, are close to you yeah I'm not saying that but they can be you know people that you put 100% trust in mm. so if they are going to be like that you're not going to question it because you think they've got your best interests at heart that's why you like we're talking about it's in, trying to empower yourself mm. through making the right choices you making the right choices not somebody else making that choice for you isn't it and not only that of someone exerting their power we might think that we don't have much choice or the lack of choice in our everyday lives, that we don't have much to choose, not much things to choose from. That's another um, um, way that we've not set a boundary. We think that we're limited because although we, boundaries can sometimes keep us in, boundaries can also keep us confined. Do you understand what I'm trying to say there? Yeah, no, yeah, we, we, we can. But sometimes that like you're saying it's difficult because... Um, we want to set boundaries, but sometimes we can go, like you're saying, we can go totally, you know, 100, like 0 to 60 or 0 to 100. If you understand what I'm trying to say, mm. we can really set boundaries, but then we can set them so high that we struggle to maintain them. Or like you said, we struggle to be able to move within those boundaries because mm. we've, we've we can't break out of that. It's just and that's it's the become point. a habit. Although the mean? boundary is there, it doesn't mean that it's there <clears> to, <throat> to keep us bound. Sometimes mm. they're to keep people out and then we lock ourselves in within, within that, you know, and make the, the choices that we make become prisons to us. Yeah, and they become habitual. Yeah. In the way we live our life mm. by those principles. So certain healthy boundaries can involve making choices that make us feel comfortable mm. okay so we've got to set something that can like you said you can't set them too high that you just can't um attain to them but they've got to be something that's comfortable that for us and you know and in that way we can reclaim begin to reclaim the feelings 
and the agency of control that's that was taken away from us from those ones like you said were bullies mm. or ones that are aggressors or ones that are capable of exerting power and control over us so in saying that we've got to reclaim our voice reclaim your voice when it comes to maybe someone that, that you know they're overpowering they're overbearing and they always get you to say the things or do the things that you don't want to do because they just have that power over you and you've come through maybe a traumatic situation and you're vulnerable mm. and you're like, oh no, what do I, you're just even doubting yourself. You don't even listen to your own voice because you you don't trust it mm. enough. So it's reclaiming your voice. No, I, I totally agree with you. And I think it can be that, that is an extremely difficult thing because mm. some, some of the relationships that we have in life can be complicated. I'm talking about work, Mm. you know family friends it can be difficult so those people that that are are intrinsic to our life can be exerting that type of power Mm. and and it can be difficult because if you if you give them if you if you really do what we're saying to try and encourage and retake that power back we could end up alone that's how we can feel we're like you yeah, know, I don't understand, wanna, yeah. I, I don't want to, you know, you know, I need... But should you, you be in mean? fear It can of, be difficult. Should you be in fear of ending up alone, though? I, I'm not saying... I'm not saying... I don't know. That's a very good question. That's an excellent question. Some people, I guess, take what, what, what the situation is for what it is because they don't want to end up alone. They don't want to feel like... Am I strong enough to, to be able to... Break away yeah, from it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In, in that sense. So, again, that's, the voice is lost, isn't it? And I know I've kind of been in a situation where it's not manipulation, but you've wanted to, to say no, but you don't have the, the, not confidence, but the power in yourself to say no. And sometimes you feel like you're not heard. Maybe people that have suffered trauma, they don't feel like their voices are heard. Mm-hmm. So it's like a squeak instead of being in a strong boom you know, they might feel that their voice isn't strong enough and who would want to listen to them anyway. But don't forget, it's people setting boundaries for themselves. You, We all need to set boundaries. It doesn't matter, it, regardless of whether we've been through trauma, regardless mm. of whether we're in a work situation, regardless of whether it's in a family situation, we all have to set boundaries. And if you feel like your voice isn't heard, speak up, speak louder, speak louder yeah because that is how your voice is going to be heard and let people know like we said no you're invading my personal space that's speaking up that's making your voice be heard you know and using that one little voice that little word no you know sometimes it's hard to say no to people it really is hard to say no because then you might think oh I'm the bad one or they're not going to respect me or they're not going to like me because I've said no but sometimes you have to, you have to be able to do that. You're smiling there, KJB. No, I'm, no, I'm smiling because that's not always easy to do. You know, I'm not. I'm not just saying that. You say that from personal experience. Yeah, or? no, because I'm talking about not, not, not so much, especially in the work environment. It's mm. difficult. There were there were a lot of incidences we know through pandemic. And we know the COVID vaccine. And that was a prime mm. example. I'm not. I'm not going to dwell on that fact. But it's because the. 
but that was very difficult for a lot of people and they were put in a position like like here like we're talking about mm. that their boundaries were not were not heard the, well, their voices ba- yeah, the voices the, the boundaries were pushed so far back and some of them were put in a position where they had to make a choice like it's, it's saying here you had to make a choice mm. um and in making that choice it was either it was either for them it was either going to be um a, a choice that allowed them to keep living i i work and and, and you know get a wage mm. or or be without a job I'm just not everybody, but some people were back so bad. I think that's so not boundary, bad. that's more saying no. No. And but, sticking mm. to how you feel about the situation. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to set a boundary where people overstep the mark. Well, I guess they were yeah, they overstepping were, they the were, mark there, weren't they? They were, they were. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that's, that was the situation. And some people were strong enough mm. to say, no, this is my boundary. Like you're saying, look, no, I'm not accepting that. Mm. My, my position is, or my this is my boundary. This is as far as I'm prepared to go. And I'm not going to go any further. Some yeah. people were strong enough. Um, but unfortunately, I don't know. Some people might have found that very difficult. It's Obviously, it's, it's something for everybody to think about. And I'm sure there's some people out there on talk and in, in the chat room that might mm-hmm. have experienced that those sort of uh, situations. That's right. And how are they feeling now once because they're their powers exerted over them Mm. and how do they feel now after that so here's some tips beautiful listeners on how you can process or begin to process um setting boundaries how your feelings are and yeah just putting them into place so honor your feelings listen to your feelings about the situation and do what feels right to you so in all of this we can all set that um, boundary if we're happy to do something, then we're happy to do it. If we're not, then we've got to see how we feel about it and honour what you feel, know what you feel and do what's right to you, not to the other person always. it Yes, it's about the other people, but sometimes we forget to take into consideration how we feel. So listen to your feelings and do what feels right to you. Again, what is that um, little word, KJB? Try, try and build up your confidence to say no. Mm, and it, it can be difficult. It, is, it feels it's, difficult it's, to say no, right? It, I, I, I work, I'm not lying. It's, it's so hard. And sometimes you can't even say the word no. Mm. Sometimes you have to put it in a sentence or explain it in a way to get them to understand how you feel. Yeah. But then it's you taking taking control mm, and mm. again being confident enough to say it no say it see say it. i'm struggling to say it <laughs> listen to me say it uh, yeah so, say it yeah, i'm not saying the boundary right it, there it. you'd kick anyway no but but, I, I, but i'm t- that is difficult and as Just i said no, in, no i know but in no some, i know <laughs> <laughs> see, in some circumstances, just saying no is not enough. Mm. Sometimes you have to really think about how you're going to put your point across. Because remember, in some situations, these people are with you day in, day out. Okay. Day in, day out. And sometimes um, just some people find it difficult just to, for someone just to say no. Because as I said, you 
these relationships can last last years. It's almost like you've you've cut them to the heart when you just say it, no, it, isn't some it? Some people can feel no, genuinely it, no. Yeah, say it in many different ways. Practice that, beautiful yeah. listeners. If yeah. you find it hard to say no, I I <laughs> go and stand in the mirror for a minute and see how many ways you can say no and see how you feel about that. And finally, seek support, whether it's sharing your feelings with a trusted family member or a friend, um, finding a specialist to help you seek out the support you need. This too can help when it comes to setting boundaries. And you can begin to move past painful or hurtful experiences and build your confidence again. You know, because living healthier lives makes a happier life, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So... You know, this was um, based around like trauma informed kind of practice, but we can all set boundaries and practice, beautiful listeners, practice that little word (laughs) saying no. Just say no. And we'll see y'all in five. Online and on your smart speaker, playing all the best songs. Oh, Flavors Radio. I get a lot of calls from people who don't know why they're ringing me, but I don't mind. Because even if they don't know where they want to get to in their working life, it means they're ready to move forward. And at the Careers Advice Service, we're here to help. We ask the questions that will help work out what's right for you. And we never laugh at the answers, no matter if your dream's to be a pilot, zookeeper, whatever. We'll discuss skills, training, and give you information on courses, grants, even confidence-building tips. So even if you're lost for words, call the Careers Advice Service for free, tailored and impartial advice on 0800 100 900 between 8am and 10pm or search online for Careers Advice Service. Our future, it's in our hands. The longest running live reggae concert series is back. The Giants of Lovers Rock. The Giants of Lovers Rock returns on the 14th of October at Indigo 2 Greenwich SE10-0DX starring Janet Kay. Carol Thompson, Peter Huntingale, Dennis Bovell, Lorenzo Hall, Sidonians, Paul Dawkins, Don Campbell, Mike Antony, Paulette Taja, Winsome, 15, 16, 17, Aisha Loren, Arima, Eargasm. Christine Joy White, Alicia Scott, Shardell Roden, Vivian Clark, Cece Foster, Claire Angel, L.A. Gray, and Webster James Linton. Join your hosts, Eddie Nestor and Robbie G for the Giants of Lovers Rock on the 14th of October at Indigo 2. Tours open at 6, showtime 7pm. Standing tickets £25, balcony £50, Kings Row £70 from access.com. That's AXS.com. Info WhatsApp 078 777 The Giants of Lovers Rock, October 14th at Indigo 2. You'd think you'd wake in a house fire. You'd smell the smoke and get out. Think again. Don't drown in toxic smoke. Test your smoke alarm weekly. Fire kills. You can prevent it. The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All Flavors Radio. Sometimes 
doing, chat room crew? And a big shout out to DJ Laro out there in All Flavors Land. You can catch Laro from 8 till 10 this evening and every Tuesday, as well as every Sunday with the Vibe Show. Or should I say, the Caribbean Party. Also giving a big shout out to you, Mark Finnegy, out of Bremen. You can catch Mark every Monday and Sunday, 6 till 8. I must say, nice selection yesterday, Mark Finnegy. And giving a big rap, rap, rap. George Flavors with his reggae with Flavor show. You can catch George every Monday from 8 until 10 and every Sunday from 2 until 4. Sounds of Fantasia Barino right here. And this is in line with our show tonight. We'll be giving you the question very soon. Also giving a big shout out to guest 354 out of Hayes, guest 344 out of Nuremberg, and guest 713 out of Dusseldorf. High five to Di Carlo. That was a hot gig on Saturday night, dude. I think we had the place jumping, right? I'm giving a big shout out to the family. Shout out naturally Lily. Out there doing her Costa shopping tonight. Janae and Jayla and Joanne. play this track right here this is from Camilla Marcel and her album has been released in September and it's all oh okay it's not coming up this one for maybe not <laughs> Vivian Green sounds of Vivian Green also giving a big shout out to DJ B Funk you can catch B-Funk every single Saturday, 10 until 12. I would normally catch Corey E8 right here every Monday, but Corey's moved now to every Wednesday, 9 to 11. Right here on www.allflavorsradio.com Yesterday I told myself I was gonna be okay 
Vivian Green and she proper goes in on that one beautiful listeners oh yes the emotional roller coaster and that really DJ KJB is in line with our question tonight and can you remember what the question is yeah what's the question the Off question the back of your head yes he said should people who have made their fortune already who's made their money already mm-hmm. get uh, they're intended to sign a pre-nuptial agreement. What are your thoughts out there, beautiful listeners? Give us a call, 07895-134-713. That's 07895-134-713. And join in on the conversation. Yes, um, we, we're going to go into that. And this is why we're playing these lovey-dovey songs like, you know, um, Fantasia Barino, um, Free Yourself and... Uh, emotional roller coaster because we know that relationships they have their ups and downs don't they so um do you marry for love or do you marry for money and if that's the case should a prenuptial agreement be put in place that is something for (laughs) that is something to um really keep in mind but we're not talking about that right now because we know that it is black history month right yep so let's look at what's left because we are now, what's the date today? Is the 24th? 24th now, yeah. 24th of October, 2023. Mm, six, oh, six, six days. Beautiful listeners, 26th of October. I'm going to just let you think about that one. Let it sink in because I cannot believe how quick this year has gone. It's Black History Month already. Yes. It's like we blinked and it was just, it was here, wasn't it? New Year. I just remember, I I just remember Black History Month. I remember, I don't know, there was, was it last year or the year? There was so much going on. There There was. was But I just, it's been very, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe because we've just been heads down doing what we need to do. Mm. I just feel like there's not been a lot happening. Maybe there has been. 
demographic. No, I've, I've seen that as well. Yeah, but I just, I just feel like there's not a lot happening, but I could be wrong. Let us know. Mm. Let us know. Yeah, so what we're going to do, beautiful listeners, is for the duration of Black History Month is just to to really let you know about different things that are going to be going on. Mm, mm. And um, I found this one really, really interesting. It's one called the Doppy um, Hunter Manual. Okay. Yeah, this, but it's not in London. This one's not in London. I'm going to put it into the, the chat box. And this is in Bristol. Okay. I would really love to go to this because it sounds so interesting. And what it is, it's like... Um, it speaks about and entails duppy hunter duppy duppy you know what duppy is isn't yeah, it yeah duppy goose goose yes and we know that I mean we don't really do the whole Halloween thing no um, but no, this really is something it's, it's duppy tails at um, St Paul's duppy <laughs> du- I can't even say it in the in the thing <laughs> naturally Lily should be here you, you know um, she, she, that. She, she came <laughs> she came she just gave it down to a T so what this is it's an audio walking experience in the, and this is in Bristol and it's um, produced by uh, Tamasha in partnership with Trinity Community Arts in association with Coney and it's Ends and Tells is a Tamisha and Coney joint pro- project. And what it is, is that they go on this, they've got an audio, so they'd have headphones in, and they go around the town, I guess, in, or St. Joseph's. Is it Saint, it's not St. Joseph, it's, um, I mean, I would tell you, St. Paul's. And it, it takes you on a on a ghost hunt, basically. A duppy hunt. A duppy hunt, yes. Yeah, it sounds really, really quite fun. She do something like that in London. Yeah, so it says a ghost or restless spirit is known as duppy in Jamaica mm-hmm. or jumbi in many smaller... Is it jumbi? Do you know it's a jumbi? Jumbi. Jumbo, jumbi. Caribbean islands, traditionally Could good duppy is usually a deceased family member or friend who dreams you meaning they appear in your dreams and give you advice or information. Mm. And that's exactly what this tour is. You start the experience. Um, you got, um, I, can't, I think I, can, yes, I can get hold of the number. So I'll put that into the chat box as well. Give them a call. And or, you or might, text, so text, that's if you text. Are, or text, if you're mm. in the Bristol area, then this is going on. Okay? Yeah, so text up the Hunter too. That's right. Text that to your phone and you can start the experience. Well, it says you should have a small bag of salt, a small bag of fish food, a small bottle of water in your pocket ready to be used when asked through the experience. The front of house at Trinity can hand those items to you. So it sounds like it's a lot of fun, beautiful listeners. So we've put that one into the chat box. That is the Duppy Hunter in Bristol. All right. So what is the next one? This one is in London. And I mean, this one is tonight, so I doubt that that's of any use. But there's um, something at SOAS KJB on the twenty seventh. This one here, the Olivet. Oh, oh yeah, Olivet Olivet, a distinguished research professor in the memories of slavery, Mm. Uh, and she it's she knows it says here she knows her stuff, Mm. which is great. Uh, You can catch her at the Museum of London Docklands. And she's in conversation with Rennie Dandel about the role of black women in resistance mm. and abolition and anti-colonial movement around the world. Um, so the, 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 the conversation spans, wow, from Queen... Zinga. Yeah, Nzinga, isn't it? Yeah. To Fanny Coker. She I, was amazing. Fanny Coker. 
I have. I don't even know who. Does anyone know who, who Fanny Coker is out there, um, listeners? Yeah, who is Never Fanny Coker? Before Enzinga, we've heard of Queen Enzinga. Queen Enzinga. I know. Yeah. I know. I've definitely. I've. I've touched on. We've I think touched she on was her. In Congo or somewhere like that. Um, mm. She was amazing, amazing queen, mm. and she. Um, it's where the Portuguese went in, and she she didn't play. She mullered them. She, yeah. But then they then the Dutch came, and then mm. she made alliance with the Dutch. But then it all you know, messed it up. Got just, messed yeah. up from there. It got messed up from there. But so, yeah, she was a strong, powerful queen. And that one's happening on the twenty seventh of October, beautiful listeners. So next week, um, Friday. That's right. And mm. Friday. That's mm. this Friday, doll. Oh yeah, it's this Friday, isn't it? Wow, <laughs> this, this month is going so. I do a point. It's going so quick, so mm. quick. So we, we are putting the the links into the chat box, so you can just go and check them out if you fancy um, doing something at the start end. That'd be fantastic. And if it's something based just before for the end of Black History Month, we know that Black History spans all year. However, it's nice to just go and mm. check these things out. Okay, and um, yeah. The next one is, if, um, have any of you listeners been to the Royal Opera House before? Have you been to the Royal Opera House? You've been once to the Opera House. Yes, we are. I think we have. We have. Yeah. We have been. We have been. So this at the Royal Opera House on the 27th, it's a free performance as well of this touring show, that which is fantastic. If it's free, guys, it's such a beautiful experience of Royal Opera House. The sound is amazing in there. I mean, we went to see um, Turando was one of the, um, and Nabucco was another one, mm. um, opera that we went oh, to that see was there. Fantastic. And it was it's oh, such it was a amazing. wonderful night out. And again, this amazing. is on Friday, beautiful listeners. Uh, you can get your tickets at Eventbrite. Again, we're going to post this into the chat box so that you can, um, you know, take your the wife or the husband out and um, enjoy a night at the opera. But this one is a ballet, though. So um, it's choreographed by the first black mm. British graduate mm. of the Royal Ballet School, Darren Panton. What, that's an amazing thing, isn't it? And, yeah. and, and the thing is, it's free. Yeah. So you're going to see someone who's who's graduated from the Royal School of Ballet and he's putting on a, and a, a performance. Um, so if you, I guess if you can support that, if you've got mm. the time go it's an amazing it's an amazing experience I, I hope if you've ever been if you've never been to the ballet what a great opportunity we're going to, we're going to that one. yeah what, what a fantastic opportunity mm. isn't it to see a mm. ballet and 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 experience that if you've never been before because i've never been to the ballet never been have you uh, yes i have oh, I, i've okay. seen the, um the dance school of harlem wow it was so beautiful and that was i think that was in shaftesbury um no What's the theatre? Um, I can't even remember. The Aldrich Theatre? No, no it, it's somewhere near Covent Garden. Mm-hmm. But okay. it was be- it was absolutely beautiful. And what Darren Panton, this is a young graduate, he's dancing alongside Patrick Williams, the Alvin Ailey and Paris Opera companies. Island Movements tells the story of the Windrush and explores the impact of this generation's experiences on their families communities and society it says there's a pulsating score for, from performance youth group kinetica bloco a mix of reggae calypso and contemporary black british music and some excellent ballet what more could you want wow. and it's free and beautiful it's free. listeners Get your tickets this now. is friday at the beacons beacons gallery Vauxhall. i think i'm going to be going i think we're going to be going to that one kjb what time is it 
Um, I'm not too sure of the time. Do you, would you like to go? Well, well. Listeners, should we go? Put it in the chat. <laughs> no, no, see, I, I was wanting him to say <laughs> no. <laughs> see? Okay. But that sounds, no. like, that sounds like no. a really good one. So what's the next one, KJB? Uh, where are we? So We're here. I'm getting, uh, formed by artists, isn't it? Trevor uh, Matheson and Gary Stewart. I don't know. Dumb, dub, morpholo- dub morphology. Dub, dub morphology. I guess the experimental music, isn't it? Mm. Performance groups explores the links between culture, history, creativity, in boundary pushing multimedia installations that draw from repurposed archival content. Yeah. Yeah. So again, again, that's again. This it's is about, next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday. Again, it's it's exposed the legacy of the Windrush as well, isn't it? Mm. And I guess there'll be music to that. So there'll be a score to the presentation. So again, it's about music. It's about history. Um, um, again, it's amazing. So there are things happening. When we said we didn't, we didn't think much was going mm. on, there is quite a lot going on, but it's all over London. And this is a tour, all over the place. walking tour in at the Tate, beautiful listeners. So that's not far, that's South Bank. I'm taking the South Bank. Again, we've put the tickets. You can book tickets for it. And we've put all of the information into the chat box. So do come and join us in the chat box at www.allflavorsradio.com to come and receive all these goodies and these wonderful um, tours um, finalising, really, Black History Month. We just thought that we would put in um, things that have... uh, you yeah, know that's left yeah, over. Left over. That's what, last few last week, I suppose. Mm. So we're just trying to just see what what we can get out there for the listeners, and if yeah. they want to, kind of got to, got a free evening or they got some time to hey, get down. Hopefully, they will. And there's last one is Black History Walks, and this walk examines some of the most iconic art in the Tate Britain's collection. So again, this is at the Tate Museum. And this uncovers how black people were perceived and painted over the course of 500 years from the response to slavery, to the feminist and gay art of 1900s. It truly spans the the gamut and makes for an eye-opening experience. So that's two wonderful um, exhibitions or two wonderful, um, yeah, collections that you can see go and see down mm. at the Tate Modern. So that's you can get two for one there then, KJB. Yeah, so you can get a bit of music, a bit, of, bit of history, but also you get the cultural aspect, isn't it? Yeah. As well. So it's, it's a, a full, smorg- I'm going to say smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. A big range of things. So yeah. hopefully there's something that grabs you and something that piques your interest. Yeah, so remember, it, it is good to go and support these things as well because um, they're there. And I mean, this one for free at the Royal Opera House that if you can take the children, check it out. We have put that link into the the chat box. I think that would be such a wonderful thing for the youngsters to see if they can get along. Obviously, got to check out the age range that can go. But I think they have to get tickets to be. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's big enough. It's big enough. It's a massive place, beautiful place. It's it's an evening out, isn't it? Yeah. So we have put everything in the chat box for you all to see. So I do hope that you take advantage and beautiful listeners will see y'all in five.
life is such a thrill Why'd you make it some big deal When you left me I was also sad And I thought that My life would be true But I made it through those years Those sleepless nights And all my fears I have put them all behind I am strong now I've arrived I don't need you
sounds of culture. Big shout out to you, George Flavors. How you doing? And how you doing, chat room? Shout out to Corey E8. DJ B Funk out of Munich. DJ Laro out of London. You can catch Laro from 8 until 10 tonight. And Mark Philogene out of Bremen. Giving a big shout out to DJ Nigel. Hope you're well. DJ Smooth. DJ Twist. Also giving a big shout out to Marjak. Tai Tai Nisha. Isa and Denaya. And belated birthday greetings. And shout out John John, Rich Chanel and Asani. Not forgetting Natalie. How you doing sis? How the girls? And that was the sound there of culture. Guest 713 out of Dusseldorf. Guest 344 out of Nuremberg. Guest 334 out of Hayes.
giving a big shout out to guest 447682-386-5344 right there on the top. Shout out to John J.E. who kicks off every Sunday right here in All Flavours. I'm hoping you are well, Charlie Muir. Not forgetting DJ um, Billy Ray Valentine with his consortium show. And Croxy417. That's right, so the sounds right there of Gregory and Dennis in a remix. That was an interesting um, drum beat there, wasn't it, KJB? Um, I think it was a remix because um, I think it was an album with both of them on it, and they were both their songs would just be, have been just remixed. So I think that's that's what that was. Okay. So it, was, it was definitely interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, that it was that that um, rim shack yeah, that I could yeah. hear going all the way through. All it was, way, yeah. yeah, it was yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful listeners, um, tomorrow we have an event going on. It's the Empowerability event. And it's celebrating abilities beyond disability. Now, this is happening down at the Winkfield Centre in Wood Green. And it's really about empowerability that um, this is something that I'm putting on, actually, for my um, wonderful entrepreneurial disabled students. And they are amazing. They, it's, yes, they're disabled, but yes, they have ability. And this is why we call it empowerability. And they have the, oh, I I believe, we believe that there's limit, that, that, you know, it's limitless. And they have so much potential as individuals with special needs. So we're inviting like parents and caregivers and their incredible children with disabilities to join us for this inspiring afternoon. Uh, it's just an hour um, to connect and celebrate empowerment And, you know, I'm working with young Timothy. He's going to be coming down and showing us his art and showing what he does. Mm. All right. And as well as his mum, who is a really inspirational woman. She she's does. uh, She's an actress. She flies around and she tells her story because when she he was born, she thought, oh, no, what am I going to do? But she turned that life around and he is an amazing young man. So that's happening down at um, 22 Winkfield, a Winkfield Centre that's in N22. Um, Check out my Facebook page and also my Instagram page at Wimbo77 or Natasha John Baptiste and check out that that event right there. Okay, as well as I saw this, I thought it was so good that I had to share it. And it's all about uh, Finsbury Park Ranger. Now, if you know any um, young people that enjoy being in the outdoors, then this Finsbury Park Ranger might be for them. What is it all about, KJB? Well, it's it's to support the parks management, really, isn't it? Mm. Ensuring that 
because it's it's well used by the community so they're just looking for volunteers um you'll be doing some building work um you build a relationship with existing stakeholders creating new ones looking after facilities you'll engage users who will enhance the park and making it a, a, a great place to be mm. but also a safe place to be excellent and i'm going to put that um put the job description in there and it is paid work as well i think it starts about thirty-three thousand from what i saw not bad, i'm going to put that it? into the um chat box i'm just going to check for you i think i love um, it myself <laughs> uh, but do you like the cold kjb if you don't mind the outdoors i think it's perfect it's a park ranger yeah well you've you got know? to do is look after the people in it yeah so it's like it security so it starts at thirty-three thousand beautiful listeners mm. I'm going to put that into the chat box as well, where you can go and get the link for that. If you know any young people that are interested in park range, and if you know any youngsters that like the outdoors, or if you're interested in the outdoors, well, there you go. It's um, it's the Finsbury Park Staff Depot, Hornsey Gate, and Dominion Road. And the hours are 36 hours a week, and it's a permanent contract. But the closing date is on Sunday, the 12th of November. So you do have, um, it closes at 11.59, um, one minute before midnight, the the application closes, you know. And it's, I think it will be a love, it's, yeah, just check it out, beautiful listeners. It's an opportunity and yeah, it's awesome. And I've also, there's some also some other um, uh, job vacancies on those pages as well, okay? So just check that one out. But I thought that would be a nice one to go with. That's brilliant. I don't, I don't know if I'd, I'd, thinking about it, I don't know if I could manage the, the winters. I think it's the, the cold. Mm. But hey, some people love the outdoors and it might be right up their street. So. Yeah. yeah. And I know that um, we, we know a couple of park rangers down in mm. Springfield. Mm. Yeah, he's out all the time, isn't he, he? He loves his job. Yeah. He loves his job. Fine. Driving the little buggy around, doing the little mm. bits and bobs. So, you know, you never know that that might suit somebody. Mm. So KJB, our question for today, we've spoken about boundaries. We've mm. spoken about um, up and coming events for the last of the... Wind, uh, wind rush the last of the black history month but what is our question for tonight okay so should people that have have made their fortune have made their money um get their uh their betrothed or their intent they intended to sign mm. a prenuptial agreement what are your thoughts out there beautiful listeners do you think that it's right even even nowadays to get a prenuptial agreement signed what are your thoughts? Give us a call. 07895 134 713. That's 07895 134 713. And we will be going in to Facebook to find out what your um, what your thoughts were there as well. Mm-hmm. But we know, given the fact that this was off the back of something that I saw, and it was a, I think he was an NFL player or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was getting married um, to this lady and she he was like before we get married i'd like to get a prenuptial agreement she really wasn't happy about that now we've heard of the likes of many people that haven't signed prenuptial agreements and now these um stars they're having to pay fortune in um payments 
obviously we should pay for our children, mm. but the the wife is living off their salary, and she's moved on with another dude or something like that, and he's funding that lifestyle. What do you think? Wow, that's that's a big question, isn't it? That's a mass. That's a million million. <laughs> billion dollar question isn't it I, th I think it's I think if the person has worked hard mm. and built up their equity whatever how much money that is mm. and they and, and they've they've really had to go through a lot to get there why shouldn't they have the right to you know speak to their spouse or their loved one and say look this is what I'd like you to do. It might not, as you said, it's it's not very romantic, is it? Let's think about it. It's not, you know, when you're thinking it's about not romance. It's romantic though, isn't no, it? No, I'm just saying, it, you know, when you think about love and and and, and marriage, you, you know, that's, you know, when you're prenup, it's not very, you know, <laughs> what kind of romance is this? But really, I don't see nothing wrong with it. And obviously, if that person or the, the person's gonna who's coming into that relationship if they if they're taking you for who you are mm. and accept you for who you are then why shouldn't they sign it mm. I, I agree I agree especially it's different if you're both going in to a relationship with nothing right mm. and let's mm. look what, what is a prenuptial agreement anyway let's let's just have a quick look and see what it is while signing a prenuptial agreement before getting married is sometimes considered pessimistic or unromantic yeah, like you yeah, said yeah. Um, this is not necessarily the case instead a prenup as they are most commonly known allows you to enter your marriage with a shared sense of honesty and openness mm. so prenuptial agreements they're a formal contract formal contract between you and your spouse in which you both set your intentions as to how your finances should be divided in the event of divorce or separation. Although prenups are not legally binding in England and Wales, courts are continuing to place greater weight and reliance on them as they have become more popular. So they're not actually legally binding in this country at the moment. But they do get looked at. But they do get looked at, yeah. Mm, mm. So at a glance, the prenuptial agreements can seem unromantic. However, a person is more willing to provide for another person who now married and in love than they do when going through a separation, especially if you're leaving on bad terms. Now, I, 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 I don't know if Lily and I have had this conversation before, but you might think, well, if you'll get me to sign a prenup, that means that you don't think that this relationship's going to last as well. You could look at it, look at it on that premise, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. But is that the case? What are your thoughts out there, beautiful listeners? Let us know. What do you think? Would you sign a prenuptial agreement? Um, would you be interested to say um, protect your assets? And there are other there are other reasons why it might be a good idea, a prenuptial agreement. Why? Um, because you also see what each other has. Not necessarily. No. Why? Not necessarily. A prenuptial agreement. <clears throat> a person can go into it and think, you know what? I'm going to sign this prenuptial agreement. I've, as I said, <clears throat> I've strived to work hard for what I have. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll get 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 them to sign it, but I won't. I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. 
I don't think it works like that because when you no. say if you're going for a divorce, everything has to be divulged. Everything has to be divulged. If you put something in someone else's name, not necessarily. Okay. But why would you do that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. And and that has happened. That has mm. happened. Um, a footballer did it. Um, he, he was a, was he Egyptian or what? He was a, he was a, a footballer. Okay. And, and obviously, um, I think they got divorced. But everything was in the mum's name. He put, he signed everything over to the mum. Okay. Right. So <laughs> she went. She went to obviously they went to court and said, "Well, I, what do I have? There's nothing in my name." Mm. So I think they, they she got a settlement, but so she would was, still get a settlement. She got a settlement, but it wasn't as much as she thought she was yeah. going to get because the assets and and most of what he had earned was in his mum's name. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So there was, he had little bits, but he could she could only access what they decided. That was in the document. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can get around it, but I'm not saying you should do that. Please, listeners, I'm not saying. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's up to you. But I, I do believe that's a good idea because, as you said, it 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 promotes openness and Mm. candidness, Mm. so you can clearly see what they have and what. Because some people get married, and and next thing you know, you know. The, the, the spouse comes to you and says, "Well, you know what? Yeah, I've got a few. What do you mean? Well, you have some debt, you know. I've got, a, you know, a few credit cards and that. Why didn't you tell me this before? And sometimes that's happened. Mm. You know, it, it can happen. I'm not saying it's. it's what do you mean? Across that, the board, they've said that they have got debts and they want you to bail them out. Or well, you know, you're going into a marriage, isn't it? And as I said, if you haven't got a prenup, you're assuming that that." everything that you're going to discuss regarding finances and your future mm. is going to be open and honest. But sometimes that's not always the case. Well, according to your footballer or whoever that Egyptian guy was, that was a bit dishonest, wasn't no, it? No, but this... But, but you shouldn't have to go through those changes. This is why a prenuptial agreement is a good idea because, one, it does protect your assets. Mm. So mm. had he had that prenuptial agreement in place then it will protect his assets in the the event of a divorce. So he wouldn't have needed to put everything in his mum's name. I know, but yeah. that's, you know, that that's that's on hindsight, isn't it? No, it's that's, not on hindsight. That's, that's on the whole point of having him. a prenuptial agreement. Yeah, but maybe, as I said, sometimes people go into a prenuptial agreement and, and they will fight that. It has to be watertight. Mm, it exactly, be, yeah. It has to be watertight. But... But at the end of the day, like you said, it's all about openness and honesty, really. Mm. That's mm. what a prenuptial agreement is all about. So everything is out in the open. This is what I have. This is what I've built up. This is what I've 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 been able to work for. This is what I'm prepared to give you. Mm. And and you got we are you you know you have like you said you've got to have your boundaries mm. and a prenup is is, is, <laughs> a, is yeah a prenup yeah. is a bound it's, it's exactly. a boundary it's, it's a it's a, a, a hedge of protection around what what is rightfully yours yes obviously when you get married what's yours is hers and hers is yours no, but, <laughs> no. did you hear me say the word again <laughs> no <laughs> no but it just it just ensures if if things do go pear-shaped and especially that you're both protected you're Especially if you're, like we said, if you've made your fortune mm. and then you meet somebody and then you've got everything, they've got nothing. And they're like, oh, you might be an old guy that's all shriveled or whatever. 
but still that woman would all she is see you is a, as a pound sign because she can happened. get her claws on whatever which has happened you know it's so, it's, 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 it's we, everything we're discussing has actually happened in exactly. real life there's, there's women out there and men there's mm, not just yeah, you true, know true. It's, it's across the genders because I've seen some of those scamming programs, yeah, beautiful listeners, and it's just like, oh my goodness. It happens. How can a person not even see it for what it is? But mm. sometimes, like you said, when you're in love and the romantic side yeah. of everything, that because one thing that we've got to realise that marriage is actually a contract. It is a bind- and it's, it's a, a binding, binding contract. Binding contract. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, Going it if you're both building together, that's something different. Then I'd say yes. I want half a D. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's, it's but it's how it happens, man. If if someone coming in with millions mm. and she's got like ten pence. Like there's got to be a balance there. And the thing is, if like I said, if I said earlier, it's mm. all about the the genuineness of the person who's coming into the relationship, yeah. if they fully, we're talking about love here because you don't marry someone, you know, well, some people something, will. Yes. The, but but you're generally going into that relationship because you want to be in a relationship with that particular person. So mm. whatever that person suggests, um, regarding if it's something to do with a prenup, mm. then I don't see how that should, that should tarnish or be a problem for your relationship. And it is about protecting one's assets because it's protecting your assets as well, particularly if you have children from a previous relationship. So setting up like mm. trust funds and all that mm. stuff is, I think mm. it's really important for um, youngsters because there's another question that I posed on the Facebook about, um, and this was in line with Barry White and his oh, yeah. wife. So she was a stepmother and he left his children things in the will, but they felt felt that it was unfair. Mm. But I guess it's down to him, whatever he left. Mm. But she just took everything. Oh, you get these mothers. And a, a lot of people have said that they're going through this actual situation where money's been left. And so we're going to tackle that another day. But this is the they marry these women without these prenups and the children are protected. And we're going to look at that next week. I, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. And I think and I think that that's a sad situation that is, big, but that has happened in a lot of scenarios where yeah. where families have been torn apart by infighting because something hadn't been left or not done properly or had been done, but because the person who's involved in that person's life decides, um, I've gone through all this, so. I'm going to make the decisions. Mm. Yes, he's not here now, or that spouse is not here now, but I'm in control, and and I and that's wrong. That's yeah. wrong. <laughs> you know, so one important, person is it, so too? important to, to. So a prenup, I think, especially if you have if you're remarrying and you've got children involved, that the prenuptial agreement it actually protects your assets. It also avoids financial difficulties. Mm, that's the biggest one, isn't it? Yeah, financial biggest difficulties. One. So as well as covering assets, property that is property savings and artifacts, and mm-hmm. you know, we we said it sets the boundaries, prenuptial agreements that they can set clear expectations mm. on who is responsible for what, any liability. Mm. So and it gets it all out of the way, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So 
so you're going into the relationship without having you you go in you, you're going back not back you're turning it around mm. you're doing all the 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 nitty gritty so to speak first getting yeah. all the out the way all the awkwardness all all the things that could the ruin the relationship yes the, that could ruin the relationship yeah. have been discussed you come to an agreement and then you can you can leave that now go past that and move on yeah so and um, this in is the sense. case of like say you with the prenuptial everything's in place so if you do enter that union and say your the partner's in de- is in debt then the other mm. partner that has that you've signed agreement you know, that they're not responsible for you your know exactly debts. where they stand you yeah. know where you stand they know where they stand yeah there's no misconception there's no there's no conflict and there's no massive financial implications because obviously mm. you know divorce in 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 certain quarters especially those with with you know the money you know you know the footballers the Hollywood actors and mm. musicians, it can get really ugly. It does. It gets like ugly whole, very quickly. One that was that this year, <laughs> the one with um, the girl, the woman, and the the the, the man. What's his name? Depp, Johnny Depp one. Yeah. And there you heard. go. There you go. Yeah? Prime example. And that was all out. They 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 rinsed that all out in public. Mm. Mm. So it, and, and again, the financial implications for her was were, were crippling. Well, she had to were crippling, pay, but you crippling. know. Had they had a prenuptial agreement, that might not even transpired. That that whole play out in court might not have been. And that is another thing, beautiful listeners, it, minif- it minimises the conflict. So although these agreements, they're not binding in England, they're very persuasive in England. So if you've entered into a fairly, um, into fairly improperly, mm-hmm. a prenup is not guaranteed to eliminate all the pain of a divorce, but it can significantly reduce the conflicts that typically arise during the process Mm, as mm. the main cause of conflict during the divorce is, guess what? What's the main conflict during divorce? Money. Finance, Finance. that's right. Exactly. Money is always, that's that's all when it comes to, everything else can be worked out. Assets can Mm. be worked out. But when it comes to the, the financial side, that is the Biggest, biggest problem, problem, isn't it? So, but so if you had a prenup in place, problem. you'd have financial agreements in place, yeah. Mm. So both parties they'd already know what the financial outcomes are, mm. yeah. So what they'd expect to get from the divorce, yeah, it's all written out already. So it's one less thing to fight about. It's true, and I think it's good. And I think although it's not recognised in this country mm. or in 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 England, Ireland, Wales, um. If you can do that, at least then going forward, there's there's something everybody knows where they stand. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a it's a good way to let people know where where each other stands, and you don't even have, it doesn't have to be um, it doesn't have to be millions and millions of pounds. Do, do you know I mean anybody can do this? Anybody, any any couple that are coming, getting to the point where they wanna kind of settled down mm. they can sit down and do a little document do you yeah. know what I mean you can do that it's not a problem if you're both coming in with what you've got do you, do you know what I'm saying if you, like you said if you're building up together from the start um, from the ground up mm. that's different mm. don't get me wrong but if you're already half or you've got you, you're, you're at a point in your life where you, 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 you're, you've done well for yourself 
and you're going into a relationship where someone else may have done well for themselves. There's nothing wrong with you both sitting sitting down and saying, well, look, this is what let's I've got. Let's drop a prenuptial agreement. Let's do a little agreement yeah. so we're aware of what, what we have. Yeah. And if anything goes wrong, how we can... Because we'd like, we'd, we'd love it to last forever, isn't it? And mm. that is the whole intention. Mm. Mm. So, but having that just minimizes the conflict. It minimizes the cost of if you well, end we, up breaking up or yeah, whatever. It's, it's there, isn't it's, it? It's there. I'm not saying it's 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 not always that easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, what I'm saying, and we've you know, history's told us you know when people go to court, sometimes the gloves go off. Yeah. <laughs> And, and all all these kind of agreements go out, <laughs> go out the window, but, but they least, can't because they're well. It's not yeah, binding but, here. Yeah, but, but at least there's there's something that yeah, there's something in place that you can both say, look, this is what I've got. This and it's, you can start a conversation about it instead of just like mm, and that's, ruining each other, basically. Yeah, and that's what we'd like to do, beautiful listeners. We'd like to start a conversation. So, what are your thoughts on it? What are your thoughts on a prenuptial agreement? Do you think it's a good idea? And if so, reasons why, and we'll see y'all in five. George Flavors, Sour Malaysia. Sounds right here with Anthony David and Algebra Brissett with Heaven. Let's give him a big shout out to DJ B Funk, DJ Laro, right here from 8 till 10 tonight. And not forgetting J Hope from 10 until midnight. up Mark Philogene out of Bremen. Guess 713 out of Dusseldorf. Guess 344 out of Nuremberg. Guess 334 out of Hayes. And guess 958 out of Bristol.
Joseph with imitation love. track isn't it KJP oh yeah I don't know what I'm doing this evening just a random random music beautiful listeners but it all has a theme it all, all has that theme of that one was imitation love as well as um heaven, heaven. that wasn't that was uh, algebra Brissett and David as mm. well as we had um Fantasia Barina yeah. free yourself free yourself and we're talking about prenuptial agreements beautiful listeners Really, is it a good idea? Rollercoaster, emotional rollercoaster. Emotional rollercoaster, because all these things. I mean, at the end of the day, and I know um, we were listening to um, DJ Laro on Sunday, talking about marriage and the institution and why people aren't marrying these days. And I think common law now, they have they have uh, laws mm. that govern mm. that, like mm. they're almost married if they're living together. But still, you don't have... That protection is still not 100%, isn't it? Right, you don't have the protection of 
that. And I, I feel that if um, someone has made their fortune, they have children. Personally, I feel that prenuptial agreements, they're quite kind of a good idea, right? Were you asking me or I'm not sure? <laughs> well, I'm, I think so. But we're going to just go to your comments right there online, beautiful listeners. And Gavin says, yes, if they weren't shooting with you in the gym, you should protect what is yours. Told you that I could, I, I'm not disagreeing with that comment. You can't disagree with that. Mm. It's like I said, if you've worked hard to build up yourself and yeah. your your assets and your financial status, mm. um, and someone comes into your life and you, you you want to to do the right thing and you feel this is the right thing, mm. I don't see the, the issue with it. It's just how the other person's going to react. But if the other person generally loves you or respects you for who you are they respect your decisions too yeah and it won't be all about the finances would it as well if if it is is that person a real the right person for you mm. really and truly i yeah. hey that's an open question and ricky washington says yes providing that in the event of them separating in the future that they have a legal agreement to provide sufficient funds to their partner to not be left high and dry and penniless after committing themselves to the marriage um, and that person that they are afforded some level of financial security nobody should have to face being left homeless for example should the person decide to end the marriage especially if they are the ones that have maybe strayed the other party should not have to pay for their infidelity no so, that's a good idea <clears throat> I was going to say, so if someone strays, then no, they shouldn't pay. But if they have been a solid guy or a solid woman, that then they should be recompensed. It depends who's done the straying. But if, if we're it's not the person, talking about straying, though, no, are we? No, no, we're not. I'm just saying, if if, if the, from the, the the comment, I'm I'm assuming mm. if the person who's 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 made their fortune gets to have a person sign a, a prenup and that person who's who's got them to sign decides you come in with nothing yeah, yeah but they've decided if you said look how can you sign and you, that person signed it mm. and they're happy with it fair enough yeah. and if that person then who's asked their spouse or their partner to sign that and then they decide to step outside the marriage shouldn't that person be looked after that I'm assuming that's what he the, well they've the decided about. to leave the union from the, from Ricky's what you do from, about, Ricky's comment he says if the person strays then no they shouldn't be given anything no they if it's not their... but if it's the person who's got the person to sign the prenup okay yeah maybe do, do, do you know what I'm saying yeah and not to be left high and dry as yeah, well yeah the other person not to be yeah the other person to be left high and dry because it's the person who's whose decision it was to get their spouse and partner to sign it and that person okay, decided to yeah, step out yeah yeah is is it is it fair for that person then who's committed themselves to be left with nothing mm, i understand that what are your thoughts are the beautiful listeners and what do you think um and we can see quite clearly that a lot of you online um have stated that it is a good idea peter bowler says billion a trillion percent if i met a woman that that was rich I would insist on a prenup I do not want any of her money unless we built it together mm. I don't want to even say the things I have witnessed for myself so he's See, seen it for himself yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it happens. that's Peter Bowler have we you know we've we've touched on it we don't want to go back over it but yeah unfortunately mm. um, 
when 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 a, a relationship breaks down and there's assets and finances involved, it can it can be get very very ugly very seen, quickly. Do you remember the film War of the Roses? Yeah, that was the, and they both loved each other initially, and then they mashed up the house because. Neither one of them yeah. wanted to, to, to let it go. They won't back down. And neither of them wanted to back down. You know, and they both know. died Indian. because of a great film, by the mm. way. It was mm. a very good film. Um, Thomas Brennan says that marriage is a legal contract. Like all contracts, safeguards and protections need to be accounted for. So, yes, 100%. So, mm. like we said earlier, it is a contract. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And if we're going into business together... We're not going to say, all right, no, don't worry about that. You just, you know, and then you might be someone that does all the work in the business. Mm. The other person doesn't do any work in mm. the business, mm. Mm. but yet business might not break down, but reach a million or a billion. And then they want they walk, to they profit walk, from they it. Walk, yeah, they're mm. doing a walk away with, 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 with all your hard earned yeah. um, work. And some, they haven't done nothing for it. And, I, and, and unfortunately, sometimes that, that again, mm. things like that happen. It it can it does happen, and we've seen that. Do you remember the footballer that we read about, and um, the the yeah. wife, a boy, his name yeah. was a boy. He's not. He was an Arsenal player. He was a millionaire, you know, but the wife come in and somehow she got hold of all of his finances, and he was hiding from bailiffs and all sorts. But she had all of his money, and the kids. Now, that's not fair. That isn't kids, fair. She had the money. She had everything. She's yeah. She he he, he had to. He, I don't know how it happened. He was locked himself in a, in his uh, villa. And he was scared to open the door. Yeah, it's really sad. Because it's, it's crazy, you know. Yeah. And that's, he's not the only person that's happened to. So we're, 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 we're edging, we're brinking on like, yes, to a prenuptial agreement. Let's get a couple more of your thoughts, beautiful listeners. Um, Eddie Saunders says, yes, but it's definitely up to the individual who got married because being with someone who you asked for their hand should mean that you trust them with everything. So if it's not a someone who you trust, then why be together? If that's a concern, then you should stay single and keep your point blank. It may be because I'm a little old fashioned, but I'm not going to get involved with anyone. I think it's just about my money. Mm. So it's definitely about how are you, love, and believe that you always say what you have and not see that the individual who say you love and care for, not believing that they love you, they just are there for your money. That's crazy. But and again, it, it, I, that's a great comment. But unfortunately, mm. in in the, in the society we live in, and the fast pace and the way people are living, unfortunately, there are there's people gold like diggers. That, well, whatever you want to call them, gold diggers. Hey, you know it. It's you know it's, <laughs> it's funny because that's what George Gray calls them. He says yes. <laughs> To keep the gold diggers away that come with the plan now we're married what ha, what's been yours is now mine's mm. and, and, and that's, that's how it goes beautiful listeners this world we're living that's in it's it just goes. like oh, what do we do in, in these situations let's get a couple of final ones Michael Duncan says personally riches or not I think anyone getting married should have a prenup in place so mm. that in the unfortunate event Things don't work out. Everybody knows where they stand. Yep. Make things much easier in mm-hmm. the long term and cuts out any uncertainty. And that is so true, cuz. I fully believe that. And that's what the whole, what we said at the top of the, the boundaries, yeah. the, this item or article was 
that it just sets the boundaries and makes it clear. Mm -hmm. Expectations, what belongs to you, what belongs to me, whatever's built after, we make that union, then it's ours, Mm -hmm. you know. And and, and I think it's important because then it, it actually will show up the person for who they are. Mm. it will really show the person up for who they are yeah their reaction will tell you whether you can move forward with this person Mm. in your relationship and in that the case of that footballer when she was like she got really angry and said what but she's coming in so you can see the intention you can Mm. see the intention building together but uh, is something is something different than coming into someone that has fortunes Mm. and you know, I wonder how um, Jada and um, Will are going to fare in that. Maybe well, they've done it already. They've done work. Remember, they've been separated for like, supposedly it's coming mm. out now five or six years. Yeah. So I'm assuming they would have, they would have discussed all those things. They would have dealt with all those things already, I would assume. I don't think that's that. They would have let that just drag on mm. after six years. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They would have dealt with that. They would have. I, I'm assuming they would have dealt with that already because if they didn't, it would. There'd be gloves off now. They'd be all. <laughs> um, Donald Gal says you have the war in the Ukraine and now Israel, and choose to ask a question that no one really cares. How many of your callers does the question actually affect? You'd be quite um, surprised that there's a few within these comments that have said that they know people that have been affected by these. Um, this question it, so. it, it happens people you might because it doesn't affect us personally and mm. I, I understand his comment about so much other things going on in the world a lot but but to those individuals it's happened to that is their world yeah their world has fallen apart not only are they bickering over the 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 state of their their finances it's all to do with the assets as well you've got the kids involved you've got other mm. family it, it's absolutely appalling the destruction and deceit and the lengths that people will go to Mm. just to make sure they're all right and to make sure you You to hell with you suffer (laughs) you suffer um at the end of the day beautiful listeners all questions are important definitely okay so whether they are fighting over there in the ukraine and israel how that affects us well it will affect us to some degree but there are some things that, one, we need to raise awareness on. And we have done that tonight. Things mm. on boundaries. Um, very important to raise awareness on these things. And to raise awareness on what the prenuptial agreement is. And if people want to marry, that they can choose to um, have that. And I know it's quite interesting that the person that said that, that they went through something similar. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And, and, the, and yeah. the thing is, the good thing is, although a prenuptial agreement is not recognised at the moment mm. by law in these in this but country, in the UK, in yeah. the, UK it, the good thing is if you still got a document in place. It's just a protection, it's isn't It's still a good start yeah. to alleviate some of the issues that could arise. Absolutely. F- further on down the line, isn't it? So beautiful listeners, the time has just gone so fast this evening we really want to thank you so much for your company Mm -hmm. and thank you for choosing all flavors radio because we are just the best we need to be going out for some awards especially you george flavors really keeping this whole operation together and all of the djs really putting in their time and their effort you're doing real a fantabulous job 
just keep up the great work in which you're doing. We love you all, our listeners. And we know without you that really we'd be here talking to ourselves, right? We, yeah, but we still do it. Yes, we will. We still do it. All right. So thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to please check the schedules because we do have DJs going live every single day. And Corey E8 will be um, stepping in tomorrow evening from 9 until 11. Um, So please do check out Corey's show there, as well as all of the other DJs going live throughout the week. Mm -hmm. And don't forget tomorrow afternoon your... um... Yes, that down at Winkfield Centre, beautiful listeners, Winkfield Centre. And um, please just check out my Facebook page. You can catch the get the information there. Um, yeah, and I guess KGB, what is our thought for today? Uh, well, I'm not sure which one would because obviously, but I'm going to go for the Estelle Lauder. Can I go for that one? Yeah. Right here. It says, "I never dreamed about success. I worked for it." Excellent. So it's great to have dreams. It's it's amazing to have dreams. But if it just stays in our head, that's all it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard, I was listening to a book, I think it's John C. Maxwell. I can't remember what the book it was this week. And he spoke about, um, there was a boxer that used to be a sparring person that they used to mm. punch, punch. He he went up against Muhammad Ali, but he was a sparring. He was winning everything, but then he went up against Muhammad Ali and said to his wife, he gave her a pink negligee and said, darling, you're, you're going to be wearing this for me tonight because I'm coming home the champion of whatever. Muhammad Ali beat him. Okay, so the wife was like, oh, who do I go? Whose room do I go to? <laughs> Muhammad Ali's or whatever. So he had a dream he tried to fulfill that obviously it didn't come out but there was someone in the audience that was watching that fight and they went home and they wrote it said for about five days solid or something like that and they came up with this script who do you think i'm talking about sylvester stallone right sylvester stallone so he watched that fight with muhammad ali um the guy knocked muhammad ali out but he got up and they said oh he's getting up he's getting up and this is so the the Rocky. That's how it was, Rocky was yeah. born. So with Muhammad, uh, with um, Sylvester Sylvester Stallone. Sorry, guys, I'm going to get to it. Sylvester Stallone. He wrote, and he, they said to him, "Okay, we'll pay you for the script. We'll give you seventy thousand dollars for the script." And he says, "No, all I want you to do, you can give me like something. It was some really." silly money like 50,000 but I want to play I want to play the the lead the lead in it and they offered the guy that knocked out knocked down Muhammad Ali they offered him money but he chose to say no I want the quick money so he said no I'll just take the the 100,000 that you've given me what happened to the Rocky franchise? I mean, it's a franchise that says everything, right? Mm. That man lost that. They offered him the money or the 1%. He missed out on £300 million. The thought is here, beautiful listeners, is that Rocky, or should I say Sylvester Stallone, just from that fight, built an empire. 
It was a dream in his head. It was a, a yeah. He went home. He wrote. He saw the dream. And he went home, put it on worked, paper. Yeah, and he worked on it. Said, "No, I'm not going to take the little money. I want to be this." And who is Sylvester Stallone now? There you go. So that's the dream. Never dream about success. Work for it. I know I rambled on a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we got the point, though. We got the point. We got the point. The, po- the point was bit. made. <laughs> the point. The point was well made at the end. Yes, beautiful listeners. So we can work it out, can't we? And we have a beautiful message here. Oh, thank you so much, DJ Laro. Let's talk indeed. All right. So thank you all for your company, beautiful listeners. And I guess. It's, we've come to the end of the show mm-hmm. right here oh. we have so all we have left to say is good night and we'll see y'all on the other side take care beautiful listeners <laughs>